Big Fat Juicy, that's the choice of Trinet Ladla, who asked for it on Twitter, Cesare Avora and Sudad. So such a great track. And she, of course, comes from the Cape Verde Islands. You're all going furiously uh, giving us names of cars that you think we should be calling the car. Someone says, uh, call the car Amagogo. Well, that would imply that it's an old runaround. Someone else says, call the car Zara, Z-A-R, as in Z-A-R, Rands. Ah, Zara. And <laughs> we love this one. Call it the Durmakar. <laughs> I mean, you guys really are quite silly. Nevertheless, but quite lovely as well. I have to say, you make us laugh. Moving on, we're going uh, to our food feature. And uh, what happens when we go back to the dinner table? COVID is slowing down and uh, people are, well, perhaps it's not necessarily slowing down, but people are taking great care, maybe eating outdoors, bringing food and sharing food. We've got Tony Jackman on the line, editor of the TGI Food Daily Maverick, author of Food Stuff, and uh, just to, to talk about how we look again at eating together uh, in a post or moving towards a post-COVID world. Tony, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle. It's lovely to be on. Thank you. Tony, let's talk about the fact that, you know, for one and a half years, two years last year was was really very, very tough on all of us. It's still very tough on all of us. People weren't going out. They weren't eating together. Now, perhaps they are slowly making the effort, maybe having a lot of uh, events outdoors. Talk to us about how we look at food and the space of food in a time of COVID. Yeah, um, you know, just... uh not too long ago, in um, late last year, we finally decided to have some people around and um, you know, for a sit-down dinner. And we have we're, we're lucky because I live in the Karoo, and we're lucky enough to have a a, a big front room with um, with a with a long well, we put two two long tables together in the front windows with windows open, so it was airy and it was a lovely hot. Evening, and we all obeyed the rules. There were about, I think there were about 12 of us, which is about as many as I'm, I, I'm happy to cook for in, in one batch. Otherwise, it gets out of hand. Yeah. Um, unless you're doing a huge pointy or something. And of course, eating out of doors is something we do a lot. We had a, just three people around last night and literally sat out back, obeyed the, 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 the expected rules, and had a very pleasant time. But it, I mean, um, Carl uh, was saying, you know, I don't think I've been here for two years. And you, you forget that. Is it really that long? I and mean, not since you saw the person, you might have bumped into them in the shops or something like that. But since they actually were invited back to your house. And um, so, I mean, I, you know, we did this dinner party and there was a little bit of trepidation. Obviously, there would be. Yeah. But my friend Sandra Antrobus is this wonderful lady um she sat you know we obeyed the protocols we tentatively sort of hugged uh, with with the faces pulled apart you know you know that action we now do sort of it's almost like a a half back back bat you know it's funny tony i just want to go go a bit further with that you know one of the reasons we liked the column that you wrote because as you said in the column it is a food column and yet so much of what you spoke about in the column was the experiences around food. Um, yes. You talk about the hugging and how, how we look at hugging, the fear of hugging, um, mm. Mm. the desperation to hug, um, yes. to, to, to have that kind of experience, how one sits together mm. at a table. Um, 
there's so much that we can think about when we think about food that isn't actually the literal game of putting the food in your mouth or even making the food. Exactly. I mean, and and everything I write about food is, is I write about food and life is yeah. the way I, I like to see it. Food and living. Food isn't just the food. Yes, it's important to make the great food. But for me, that is about us all being together and Everything you talk about at the dinner party, whether it's the food itself, the pandemic inevitably, and and, and everything we're doing inevitably, and of course the anti-vax thing also inevitably comes up. Yeah. Um, but yes, it's 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 about being together, and it's it's important. You know, it's an important part of life to to a hell of a lot of people, to most people on the planet, to to be chaseller around a pot or a, a stew or a table or, or whatever it might yeah. be around the braai, to, to be with one another, to care, as we say here in the yeah. You know, Tony, um, I was at, at a wedding recently, um, yeah. and, and one of the things that was mentioned was people who we've lost over the last few years, yeah. Um, yeah. people that we may have lost um, maybe owing to age or illness, but also owing to COVID. And I think that as we go into yeah. meals now, there is a sense of that prof- prof- profundity of yes, yes. who is missing from the table. Exactly, exactly. And people might, might understandably start having that, that empty chair at a table. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. I, I, would, I would say to people, you know, when you're having a dinner party, make it a slightly longer table. And have an empty chair there to mark that missing presence, so to speak, even though yeah. it's not a presence anymore. And um, that that would make it rather profound. And profound is a good word yeah. at a time like this. So I suppose in closing, Tony, I mean, this is going to be a year of eating with more people. But yeah. how how will you take it on this year? How will you think about it differently? I, I, the way I'm already thinking about it differently is I, I have a fierce a feeling that, and I'm touching wood, that that we are really coming out of it now. It just there's so many signs signs seem to be even the way this uh, pandemic in so many ways has mirrored the the other famous or infamous one from a century earlier. Um, we we, we it, it feels like we're coming out. And I am, in a few days' time, becoming eligible for my booster shot on double back. And I'm not quite six months away from the second one. So on the 26th, which is around the corner, yeah. four days' time, I can go and get boosted. And I don't understand, with respect, I respect everybody's decision to choose whether or not to, to be vaccinated. It is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm forced with freedoms to choose as, as many as as are reasonably uh, uh, sensible and permissible, but I don't understand the the attitude of of not doing it because to me it strikes me as being selfish. And the way I see it is, when I get my jab and when I get my booster, it won't only be for me and my wife and my my family and my friends. It's for you, whoever you might be, that I might pass in the street, bump into the shop whatever. And so please, would you do it for me? And I say this as somebody who, who uh, had double pneumonia 
the year before this all started, so three years ago. Yeah. And I could have died, and it was a frightening, frightening thing when it haunted me throughout this period. And I can't believe my luck that I've got this far and haven't had, haven't fallen prey to it. Um, but, you know, guys, if you don't want to do it, it's your right. But I, I'm doing it for you, so please do it for everybody else as well. Yeah. Tony Jackman, thank you so much for joining us, and I look forward to hearing what's on your table throughout the year. Thanks so much, Michelle. Tony Jackman, editor of TDI Food Daily Maverick and author, author of Food Stuff. And as he says, uh, he got vaccinated not just for himself, but uh, when the shot went into his arm, it was for you, for your mum, for your grand, for your daughter or your grandson, and not only him. And uh, certainly as we look at eating together, that'll be something to think about.